Welcome to the Grumpy Metalheads podcast with the Heavy Metal Strength Coach and Shrub666. Hi guys and welcome to another edition of the Grumpy Metal Heads podcast. I am the Heavy Metal Strength Coach and I'm joined as ever by my brother in Metal Shrubs 666 who's had eight hours of sleep last night so he's refreshed and ready to go this Sunday morning. How are you doing my friend? He's not refreshed. <laughs> <laughs> Life is tiredness. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, feeling good, feeling good. Excellent my friend. Yeah. What have you been listening to this week? Uh, well, let's start off with um, um, with My Dying Bride and their new EP. So it's the second release this year because they released earlier in the year an album, Ghost of Orion. So it's quite a surprise to see a band of this ilk producing an EP later on in the year. It's normally sort of like 12 months afterwards, but yeah, fair play to them. So this is the seventh EP that that My Dying Bride have released and 14 albums. It's ridiculous. They've been going since 1990 as well. So, and pretty much I've been a fan since, since the first album. So, yeah. Um, and first EP that they released. And if anyone out there listens to My Dying Bride, this is very much My Dying Bride. I, <laughs> I don't know how else to explain it. Mm. Um, they're, they're probably the best sort of like gothic death doom bands out there in the world. I don't yeah. think there's many that, that touch them really for, for this. Again, this EP's only got three tracks. It's just over 20 minutes long with the album type, the EP title uh, song being the longest at 10 minutes. And let's name the, the EP first is Macabre Cabaret and it's out on Nuclear Blast. Yeah, it, um, it felt as if these songs, and so it was one of those good examples where these songs didn't quite fit with the album and I, that these would stand by themselves. And I, I, I really enjoyed it. I enjoyed it, but not as much as Ghost of Orion and, and quite a bit of the other stuff. However, the, 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 um, the central track, the middle track on there, the uh, A Secret Kiss, I thought was fantastic and, and, yeah. and was an absolutely cracking song. I, I felt that the first song, Macabre Cabaret, just kind of went on a little bit too long for me. And I don't normally mind long, really long songs but I just felt with this one it, it didn't click so much for me that first song but when I get into a secret kiss it, then that song just definitely clicked with me so much I love his death vocals when he does them and I love that contrast he has with his more poetic clean vocals that he does yes um, which he's always done as well let's be fair or certainly has for a very long time um but and that for me, the, the the second two songs on there, they they kind of more fitted what I like about My Dying Bride. Yeah. And whereas the the Macabre Cabaret, I don't know. I, I enjoyed most of it. I just felt it was a little bit overlong for my Sounds liking. like it's a better song title than a song. Mm, yeah, I think so. But yeah, for me, it just went on. For me, that song just went on a little bit too long. I think they added some, some elements to that song that just kind of dragged it out and it didn't didn't quite need it and um i don't know i just didn't click with that song so well but still i enjoyed the whole ep 
overall, just that one, that 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 first song and main song for the whole EP. I don't know. I also tried watching the video on YouTube, but was getting really, really annoyed with about 1500 adverts throughout the whole song, which kind of ruins the flow of the video and the song when you keep getting adverts every sort of like two minutes in it. It's like, no, I can't, I can't do this. And in fact, I think one, one advert run happened 15 seconds into the song and the last advert run, run it was about three seconds from the end and it was just like, oh. Ah, uh, that's a real shame. So yeah, yeah. Is, is that taking the rating down then? Uh, for me, I gave this a seven out of 10. Enough, uh... Like I say, it's good and, and, most of that was given for the, the song A Secret Kiss. Yeah. Because I thought that was absolutely that was absolutely fantastic. And could have quite happily sat on Ghost of Orion as well. But but yeah, uh, just that, that first that first song title track just dropped it for me because I just I just couldn't get into that song. It for me it just didn't it just didn't sit right. But I mean other people is, I've I've seen other people on on sites loving loving the EP and, and really thoroughly enjoying it. And I did enjoy it, just just that first song for me was just, I think, probably about two minutes too long. And that was it for me, that, that really, that, and that's why I had to knock it down the point. Otherwise, it would have probably gone up to about nine. All right, my friend, what else have you got this week? Okay, I'm going to a band from Sweden now that have been around since 2004, a band called PG Lost, Oscillate, um, out on Pelagic Records, which is where you've got, like, the ocean come from Pelagic Records. This is their sixth album, and it, it's kind of like post. It's it's an instrument instrumental album, uh, and it's in that post rock vein. So it's the the lighter side of Cult of Luna, the lighter side of the Ocean, and other bands that that another band that people might might know of is called uh, Maybe She Will. Very much in the same vein as Maybe She Will. Um, who are um, another instrumental band and amazing, absolutely amazing band. I, I, their album, their la last album, I mean, they split up a little while ago, I think, was amazing. And when I saw them, maybe she she will play at Damnation. It was definitely an emotional journey. It was it was amazing. This band are in that that vein. It's instrumental. It's it's one of those albums that where you just want to sit back and just chill so it's great for sort of like a post-workout listen where you just want to allow your heart rate to start dropping down and and your muscles to unwind and relax but you still you still got it's one of those albums again that over and over list you know repeated listens you start hearing more and more of it start coming out of the woodwork from it. it and it's just an album that keeps giving it's really really well written really really nice to listen to I got a new book yesterday and I managed to get through about eight chapters whilst listening to it because it was just properly nice and chilled and relaxed in the background. It was just like, yeah, I've finished training now. My new book's turned up. Let's sit down and have a read. I think that's what a lot of metalheads miss. Like it's all the brutality of a one rep max. It's all um, that training hard. And as, as a PT and a PT that's been doing it for like over a decade, you know the importance of recovery and to have that downtime after a session and to have that uh, more mellow side of metal that you can go into after your session, I think is really important. So I'll be uh, definitely looking forward to you um, doing the same thing when I get around to this album. Yeah, definitely. It's it, For me, it, it was a great listen. The production's lovely on it. I think it's the keyboardist in this band. He's also the keyboardist in Cult of Luna. So hence, that's why you get that 
that kind of tone with it and and similarity with with bands like the ocean cult of luna those um, uh cult of luna boys get around don't they they're just yeah 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 i think there are boys i'm not sure they are and they've got a new ep coming out in the new, new year which is going to be ridiculous and yes it is on the my christmas list as a pre-order with my kids so <laughs> that, that christmas list seems to be quite long this year um uh, yeah, yeah right. there's there's some good stuff on my christmas list this year just pray that my kids go and <laughs> All right, what would you give this um, album out of 10? I give this uh, like a seven and a half out of 10. It, okay. It's just it's just so nice to sit and listen to it uh, and chill out. It, it's definitely not something you want to be listening to to Pompo. It's not a pre-workout track. It's not a workout track. It's definitely post-workout music. And, and yeah, I, I love it for that and, and really enjoy it. So, yeah. Just to to well take it. things um, to the other side, I um, was scrolling through some hardcore bands and I discovered a, a bit of a death metal hardcore band called Through the Eyes of the Dead. And they released an album in 2017 called Decimus. And it's for people that like Acacia Strain, Blood Red Hourglass, Chapters, Urn, Dying Fetus. They, these were all bands that I were reminded of um, as I was listening to this. And it was a massive punch in the face. I don't think you'd want to listen to it anywhere else, but in the gym or in a boxing match or in a protest. Um, <laughs> very much enjoyed this band. They, uh, they look like something like My Chemical Romance, and then you get punched in the face when you actually turn them on. So I'm so glad that I went to that album and turned it on. These guys have been around since 2000 and th- uh, 2003. Um, they've not released anything since 2017, so I really hope that they put out some more very soon. Yeah. Um, so I'm not sure whether I've, I've actually listened to them. I, I've heard the name. Yeah, I'll send you this sure album over anyway. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'd have given this a solid seven out of ten skulls. Nice, nice, my friend. What else have you got? Yeah. All right, we're gonna go. We're gonna go to brutality next. Um, we're gonna go also over to Canada for a band that's been around since two thousand and four. It's a band called Beneath the Massacre. Um, their album. Yes, Fear I Monger. love these guys. <laughs> it's out on Century Media. This is their fourth album, and this is quite quite happily sits in that tech death metal realm for fans of the faceless necrophagist cryptopsy bands like that that infant annihilator in elements of it because obviously the drum sounds and the speed at which the drummer hits those double yeah. kicks yeah this is this is a, a, a cracking album I, I i've heard of this band before and heard some of their stuff in the past and, and really enjoyed it didn't even realize there was a new one coming up until it popped up into my um release list and went oh really and then put it straight in and went, yep, I'm having some of that. Yeah, it, it, it's just non, it's, it's a non-stop brutality session with wonderful technical abilities thrown in, a few widdly solos here and there. Some wonderful bass lines are put into it as well. And the drumming is just on point. It's on fire as well. I mean, it, it's ridiculous. But yeah, it, it's a good, good good strong album i definitely i would have it on on a playlist when i've got my headphones on certainly a few tracks from this album without a shadow of doubt would make a training playlist quite happily um oh yeah like it, it turns out that i've got this entire album on my uh, training playlist already so i definitely need to go <laughs> back and listen to this one um for a fourth time because the last time i listened to it it was fantastic so um, yeah, i yeah. completely second your recommendation as well yeah all right my friend what else have we got Oh, we're gonna we're gonna stay in 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 the brutality 
area and a band called Of Feather and Bone and their album is uh, Sulfuric Disintegration out on Profound Law. This is a band from Denver. They've been around since about 2012. This is their third album. This is for fans of like the filthy death metal riffs that we've been talking about and we keep we keep mentioning the same bands tomb mold witch vomit gate creeper or all the bands of that ilk all, all the sort of like more modern death metal bands this is very much in that and and a, a great friend of mine paul priest who's been in god knows how many bands in and around leeds and run used to run gigs and festivals and all sorts of stuff and um he posted up this album and i said i've been listening to it and he went and i said it's it's on the podcast this weekend i'm recording he went just say it's full of endless tasty wrist riff fest. <laughs> that was literally what he said to me. I was like, yeah, actually you've got it summed up literally to a point. It is literally an endless tasty riff fest. And it's, yeah, I, I don't know what else to say about it. It's, it's brutal. It's filthy. It's full of riffs nonstop. It, it definitely, it definitely wants to put you in a vat of sulfuric acid until you disintegrate. <laughs> it's fantastic, and it's also got sort of like the their name badge on the album cover. You can't read it, so you know you know where you stand when you start seeing stuff like that. So um, yeah, it, it, it's a cracking, cracking album. Uh, really short. It, it's only I think it's about 20, 25 minutes long. So, but yeah, they they fit it all in and smash you to pieces in it. Yeah, it, it's it, a cracking, cracking album for me. That's probably one of the albums of the week. This one of Feather and Bone. I think it, I, I've given it an eight and a half out of ten for this one because it's just it. it yeah, it, it fits in lovely with with all those bands that we've mentioned in the past that do this type of death metal. And yeah, um, yeah they're they're up there with with them. If if anything, sometimes I think their riffs are better than some of the others. And um, yeah, definitely sometimes at times more brutal. It's like vocals are filthy. It's great. Really? Okay. <laughs> um, I want to take us over uh, to Germany right now with uh, a band called Finsterforst and uh, their 2017 album, Zerfall. And these guys sound like Dark Tranquility and Winter Sun had a German baby with some Heidenvolk in there um, as well. So it was a really interesting listen. Uh, and this album culminates in a 36 minute extravaganza called i think it's called ecce homo which is latin for behold the man and like i was so there's a full album and then a 36 minute song and i was completely enraptured throughout that 36 minute song um it is fantastic and they describe it as their masterwork and i'd agree with that there's like the single versions of it over like four minutes to sum up like all the best bits um, yeah. If you ever do just have 36 minutes to listen to some good quality folk death metal with some nice melodies thrown in there, I would highly recommend this album. I think I might, that might be my afternoon listen. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I very much enjoy it. I, I wonder, I wonder if you will enjoy it. I will, I will be very, very interested to see your opinion on this thing. Um, yeah, yeah, very, very much that. enjoyed it. And I yeah, I might have to give that a listen to myself. 36 minutes long. There's only one other band I know that's, well, there's, there's been a few bands that have done songs longer than that, but um, another band that going back a, a few years now that did a, a single song album that was 40 minutes long, and that was, um, which I, I thought was absolutely fantastic. I recommend anyone going and checking it out is um, Interama's The Cavern. It is just an astonishing piece of work. It's seriously, seriously astonishing piece of work. And mm -hmm. um, 
and and again it's another one of those songs where it's 40 minutes and you're totally totally engulfed in the whole song that you don't want to step away for any moment of it because you just don't know what's going to happen next in it yeah um and that, that's down the black metal route as well. So a 40 minute long black metal song is um, a little bit unheard of, but <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, yeah, really, really good. I'd so, give this one um, a solid eight out of 10. Uh, yeah, yeah. All right, my friend, yeah. what else have you got? Just a, a few bits and pieces that I've actually been listening to. No, there was no uh, other albums overly that I, I spent a good deal of time with, but I, I've been watching a few bits and pieces on YouTube and... Um, Harry Kiri for the Sky have got a new song out called Sing for the Damage We've Done. Another and one. This must be their entire yeah, album yeah. now. This is, no, it's only the second song that they've released. And um, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. It's only the second one. Um, but there's a drum playthrough done by a drummer called Krim, K R I M H, who's an amazing drummer. And he's a bit of a journeyman drummer as well. I think he's played with a few other bands. But his drum through video for this song, because he, he actually did the drumming for this song. And is ridiculous absolutely ridiculous it's amazing to sit and watch it and what a drummer he is he's he's astonishing if you watch any of his other drum cam playthrough stuff that he does he's a fantastic drummer and you can see why he's called upon quite a lot by quite a few big bands and stuff like that to even if it's just a tour drummer because he's just ridiculous at being able to pick the stuff up and just play with it so that that's had me intrigued and another band called ceremonial castings which i think um there's an album coming out but i think it's a remake of a lot of their demos uh, or an album that really got made a long time ago and no one's ever really seen it or heard it um but this has got at least a member of uarda in it but please don't expect that you're going to get uarda from this because it's it, it, it's not it, it's a little bit weirder than that the black metal bits are more black metal the sort of like more true cult type black metal the, the thinner raspier sounding riffs and and stuff like that but they have got some really intriguing moments going in they've got female vocalists going on um doing clean vocals some weird orchestral stuff going on with it really really intriguing listen there's been three songs released that, that you can find on spotify firm well worth checking out in my opinion i i i've really loved it and there's a band called uh um, I, I hope i'm gonna say this right but bron so it's b-r-o with a little accent over the top n um not sure where they're from yet i haven't I haven't checked out where they're from but i i know i i know the drummer is the is gaz hodgson from a forest of stars you know because he's a he's a whore and is in about eight million bands um <laughs> but he did the drums on this album and i was listening to it last night on my way home and and they just sound humongous on on this as well so um obviously lots of reverb and post-production stuff's been done on it but they sound absolutely he smashed it out of the park from what i've heard but the, i mean the rest of the stuff that goes with it is obviously really really good as well so I'm not sure when that album comes out. Um, I bet that might be in the next week or so, two weeks. I'm well looking forward to that when that comes out as well. It, it will fit in with bands like, say, or Ruar, that type of black metal, you know, Winter Filleth, you know, all those sorts of UK black metal bands. I, I'm pretty certain they're from the UK because I know Gaz is because he's from Leeds. So, <laughs> but yeah, he's, um, he'll be, um, I'm looking, well looking forward to that now with that song because I finally got to sit down properly and let it let it sort of like wash over my ears nicely and and really 
really like that one song. So I'm hoping the rest of the album is going to follow suit and be as amazing as, as that is as well. So, yeah. Yeah, fingers crossed. Yeah. Yeah. Um, the, UK, the UK black metal is is so strong um, that yeah. we'll, we'll have to do some standalone episodes um, yeah. about that as well. But yeah, now so. is the time for our essential metal listening of the week. So Shrub 666, take us away. What have we got? Right, going to a band that's been around since 1970. They come from Birmingham. And no, it's not Black Sabbath. <laughs> it's the other one. It's Judas Priest. And I'm I'm not a massive fan of Judas Priest, I, I, especially albums. I like songs of Judas Priest, but not albums. But in this instance, I mean, I did enjoy this album when it came out and it's Painkiller that got released in September 1990. It was their 13th album. And obviously this band has had an influence on pretty much every band one way or another in the metal music, in particular, a lot of sort of like traditional heavy metal bands and thrash bands with twin guitars, because they, they always have this twin guitar attack sound with Judas Priest, you know, solos playing off each other and that sort of stuff. So the influence from, from Judas Priest is massive. I've seen them twice and never been impressed with them live, though. So, yeah, it, it's... See, I've, I've seen them live twice. The, um, the first time... I was blown away. I'd never seen someone sing like that live, but I mean, I was 18 and very drunk at the time. And then when we saw them in 2018, both me and my partner said that they were the highlight of Bloodstock 2018. It was mind-blowing. The new guitarist that came in, I can't remember his name, has brought a real fresh feel to the uh, to the band they've still got that high energy live i mean he has to look down and li- read the lyrics all the time because he can't remember them anymore but a man a man of that age like has no right to sing that well live um, no no I, I mean i take my hat off to them i just i they just watch them live they i mean both times i've seen them live was um at download festival so yeah i, I they've just and, and that's such a big festival that you know you could just stand 10 meters in the wrong place and and it will sound shit yeah so and also it depends on what state you're in at the time <laughs> <laughs> um, what year at download was it i think 2008 was the first one i can't remember when the second one was is that the most, year that most of these years headlined. are a blur you see yeah um, <laughs> was it the year kiss headlined as well yes yeah, see, I really enjoyed that one. <laughs> I must have been st- this. This is before we knew knew each other. So crazy yeah, yeah. the amount of gigs that we've been at um, <laughs> without being aware of each other's presence. So there you go. Yeah, I'd, no, I'd there, have been worried if of, you knew me at nineteen. But anyway, yeah, there was lots of personal things going on for me that year that probably added to the reason why I didn't enjoy it because I didn't I didn't overly enjoy that whole year at Download. Yet there were some great bands and I saw some great shows there, but. That there was personal things going on in my life at the time that wouldn't have made would have made a massive difference to my enjoyment level. So, yeah, it it wasn't a great year for me. Yet there were some great bands that played. I seem to remember Chimera doing a really good set. Really, have they ever done a good set? <laughs> <laughs> yes. Um, all right, my friend. So, what would you give uh, Painkiller out of ten? Uh, for me, that's an eight or a nine out of ten. Eight and a half out of ten. Let's go eight and a half. Let's split it. It is it is a fantastic album. I I love the title track on that. The actual song "Painkiller," I think it's some of Halford's best vocals ever, and and he and he just nails it on on that song. And it is the one. It is my favourite Judas Priest song of all time as well. Anyway, so agreed, man. Um, but yeah, for not being a fan, 
of Judas Priest, I can appreciate what, what they've done for the entire music scene that we listen to uh, and the influence they have. But I can appreciate that, but without having to enjoy them, if that makes sense. But Absolutely, yeah. I, I think they need to be mentioned and, and people, if they want to do essential listening, they need to be checking out these bands that have influences on everyone else, whether you enjoy them or not, you need to check it out and and see what influences they have done to to bands. And yeah, and, and they're still doing it. They're still kicking it. They're still, they're still releasing albums that people are really, really enjoying and fair play to them. My hat's off to you for enjoying it. I just don't get it most of the time. Yeah, that's it fine though. I mean, if, if we all do, all agree, there wouldn't be any flavour to this whatsoever. So it's good that we can appreciate that influence without necessarily being the biggest fans. I mean, I love them and I've, I'd see them live again and we will be seeing them live again for that third time when the headline Bloodstock fingers crossed next year. So we can both stand next to each other and see them this time. So uh, I can be miserable as ever as, as normal and you can be jumping around like a child enjoying it. <laughs> yeah, indeed. Indeed. Um, I'll try not to be too heavy and get really tired. Um, okay, <laughs> my friend. So thank you so much for joining me. We will see you again next week. See you later.